Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to finish out John chapter 13. We'll be in verses 36 through 38. And this is following up on Jesus telling his disciples that they needed to love one another as he has loved them. It is by this that all people will know that they are his disciples. And we talked in our previous devotion about how the kind of love Jesus is talking about is biblical love. We can't just substitute any kind of love in for that, especially cultural, worldly love, which is way off the biblical mark. And all of that was after Jesus told them that where he is going, they cannot come. Let's pick it up in verse 36. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow me afterward. So as we talked about in yesterday's devotion where it mentions something similar. This is referring to Jesus going back to heaven with his father after his death and resurrection and ascension. And the fact is that Peter can't follow him now, but Jesus assures him that he will follow him later. I don't think this has ever been in question, but this is an affirmation of the fact that Jesus knows Peter's faith in him is real. Peter has saving faith, for if he did not, he would not be able to follow Jesus to heaven later on. As sinful humans, we are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Jesus Christ alone. Jesus is going to clarify that he's the only way to heaven in our next text. And Peter sufficiently trusts in this only way. But he's not happy with Jesus' answer. He wants to follow him now. He doesn't want to wait until afterward. So Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I say to you, the rooster will not crow until you have denied me three times. By the way, this prediction that Jesus makes about Peter denying him before the rooster crows is recorded in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. The details of it are slightly different, as you would expect, with four different accounts, but they are not contradictory. Now I want to get back to Peter and Jesus' interaction there. This again is typical Peter, being bold and brash, maybe stepping beyond his means to make a pretty impressive claim. I will lay down my life for you, Jesus. What do you mean I can't follow you now? And, in a sense, Peter is right, because eventually he will lay down his life because of his association with Jesus. History records that Peter was crucified upside down as a martyr for his faith in Christ. But there's a lot that has to happen in Peter's heart before he's ready to actually do that. He thinks he's ready to die with Jesus right now, but he's not. Jesus points that out to him. No, no, Peter, you're not going to lay your life down for me. You're going to deny me three times before the rooster crows. Tomorrow morning, I can't help but go back in my mind to that scene of three devotions ago in John 13 where Jesus was washing the disciples' feet, where Jesus tells his disciples that one of them is going to betray him. You remember in that text, chapter 13, verses 21 through 30, if you don't, you can go back and listen to a devotion about it, that when Jesus said that to the broader group, Peter gestured to John, who was sitting right next to Jesus, because Peter wanted John to ask Jesus, Jesus, who are you talking about? Who's going to betray you? In a sense, this isn't any of Peter's business. In another sense, you can't blame him for being curious. And the way I picture it going is Jesus and John have this private conversation when John asks him who he's talking about. Jesus says to John, the one who I give this morsel of bread is the one I'm talking about. And he gives the morsel of bread to Judas. The scriptures don't say it, but because Peter is the one who asked John to ask Jesus about it, I imagine Peter being on the other side of the table or somewhere on the other side of the room and he's watching intently to see what 
Jesus' answer is because whoever it is, Peter's got it out for. How dare anyone betray Jesus? And if Peter understood that the person who was going to betray him was Judas, you can imagine Peter thinking, that scoundrel? I should have known. I always had my doubts about him. I knew he was never as committed as I am. Yet, here we are, just a little bit later in the same chapter. It can't be by mistake that the Holy Spirit inspired John to put this prediction of Peter's denial just a few verses after Judas is outed. Of course, some of this is speculative, but I think it's on a reliable basis. And I think a lesson for those of us who are confident in our faith in Christ, who strive to live as committed ambassadors, witnesses, for Jesus, much in the way that Peter saw himself. We need to be humble. We need to think not too highly of ourselves. We need to acknowledge that unless the Holy Spirit keeps us from falling into sin, unless the Holy Spirit keeps us from denying or betraying Jesus in our own lives today, we are certainly capable of it. The reason I'm faithful to Jesus today is not because I'm so strong, because my morals are so airtight, because I'm so much more disciplined or in internally committed. No, the only reason I'm ultimately faithful to Jesus today has nothing to do with me and it has everything to do with the grace of God. Not just the grace that saved me from my sin when I put my faith in him, but the grace that sustains my faith day after day. You've heard the saying there, but by the grace of God go I. And this is certainly true of me and you. When we look at ourselves in comparison to Judas or Peter, we're totally capable of fumbling the ball. We're totally capable of talking a big game and then failing on the next step. And so, Lord, by your power and your grace, would you sustain our faith? Would you keep us from falling? Would you keep us from failing? Would you give us humility that acknowledges that our sin is totally capable of getting the best of us? And would you also protect us from our sin, protect us from the schemes of Satan, so that we could stand firm and be faithful and even lay down our life for you if that's what's required? We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose podcast. The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd Annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.